and we are live with another episode of Lead Off Talk with myself, Caitlin, and joined, as always, by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going there, buddy? It's going really good. I've been figuring out how to use this app. Yeah, the, <laughs> this goddamn Anchor app, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's being a pain in the ass, for sure. It's been fun. For <laughs> sure. So, after, what is like, five different trials and errors, uh, we, we finally figured it out, and for this episode... We are going to do our MLB All-Star Game uh, ballot, basically. Uh, so we're going to go through the list of each uh, position, pick our, our AL and NL player, um, talk about, you know, other players that obviously deserve it because, I mean, you only get, like, to pick the one per ballot. And I think you could vote up to five times per day until, I think it's June 30th. So um, be sure, if you're listening, to vote for Jose Ramirez and, and whatnot. <laughs> so, but here, okay, here's the question. Right. He deserves to start the All Star game, Jose Ramirez, yes. He probably but won't. If he doesn't, he probably has a better opportunity to do something clutch late in the game and win the MVP. That's very true. Very true. So, because, like, who's it? Like, Michael Young had it like three straight years or something because he was always an All Star. But like came up late with a you know uh, a a big hit, mm-hmm. and because he wasn't starting, so. Yeah. But then again, the whole fan voting now and like you could just text and tweet. So. It, it sometimes it's a, a a mute point, right? But right. I don't know. No, yeah, I, I agree. So all right, let's. Can I guess? Start at first base. <laughs> first base. For, yeah, for the AL. Who who do you have? There's I have, quite a few guys who I think deserve yeah. a, a shot. Yeah, it is, and I think it comes down to the fact that I just love the way this guy plays, and it's Ty France of the Mariners. That's who I have at first base for me. All right, okay, so Ty France, 317 average, 10 home runs, 41 RBIs, uh, 880 OPS. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's kind of hard to say – that he's not the, you know, he should be the the starting first baseman. Um, obviously, Vladdy's kind of heat, you know, starting to heat up a little bit. Two seventy, sixteen home runs, thirty nine RBIs. Um, you know, Ryan Mountcastle, two seventy, twelve mm-hmm. home runs, thirty five RBIs. But I'm gonna go with the little annoying first baseman from Minnesota with a Luis Arise, three fifty four average. Only three home runs, only twenty one RBIs, but an an eight sixty three on uh OPS. I I feel like he just kind of deserves it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I can see it. He just I feel like yeah, the power numbers and all that isn't there. But I mean at the same time when you get on base as much as he does and uh, just hit everything, yeah. I mean, yeah, and, I, and it's just weird when you out. think about first. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird when you think of first baseman. Like, you think of like guys like Vladdy, you know what I mean, and not uh, Luis Arias. But I mean, yeah, you can't really fault him for the year he's having. And really, he's taking over first base because Sano's basically out for you know a couple months. I if I remember correctly, so yes. you know he he's kind of taken first base, you know every every day playing time and kind of ran with it. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think I'm giving him back up at any time soon either. 
I don't think so either. And yeah. honestly, like, is is Luis Arai going to really start in the All-Star game? Probably not. Is he going to be – like, he seems like a candidate that could get a – you know, uh, I think he's an All-Star. But I, right. I feel like he's a candidate to where he's one of those guys who comes in late and then, you know, has an RBI to, to win the game in the seventh or eighth inning. And, <laughs> you know, like that, like that – it's the MVP or something like that. It's, I feel like it's going to be something like that. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. All right. So, the NL. I, I feel like this is really easy with Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's not even close. Like, I, there's no – we don't have to talk about the candidates. I understand there is some, but, I mean, Goldie is just playing on another level. Yeah, I mean, let's see. Uh, I mean, 347 average, 16 home runs, 56 RBIs. Uh, an OPS over a thousand. Some other guys, right? Um, you know, Pete Alonso, two eighty average, eighteen home runs, fifty nine RBIs. You know, you know, CJ Crone started off really hot, but I mean, Goldschmidt, the average, the power. I mean, he's he's everything right now. I, I, it's a two man race for MVP and in, in well, maybe three man race for MVP in the NL with him, Machado, and and I think you can make the argument Mookie Betts too. Yeah, because he's had yeah. kind of an insane year. So, uh, let's go NL second baseman. Who do you have? I have the guy that I guess his whole team hates him, and that's uh, Jazz. Um, he, I mean, he's just the most. I mean, I know we talked yesterday about Jose being the most sad player in baseball, and he is. But you can make an argument Jazz might be the most fun player to watch. And I understand it rubs some people the wrong way, but I mean, I just love the way the kid plays, and he's just he's. He's so good too. So I, he, I have jazz at second. I have jazz at second base for me. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a weaker position, just overall, like second base, especially in the NL. I mean, Albies is out for the basically for the rest of the year. Right. Um, I mean, I'm looking through the list. Jonathan India's been hurt. Catel Marte, two sixty nine average. He he had an awful start to the year. You can make mm-hmm. the argument Jeff McNeil and. Probably yeah. McNeil, you know, three twenty four average. Like I feel like he'll probably get the starting nod, just because like the whole New York thing and the Mets right. are good, so you like the inherent bias when it comes to that. But you know, Jazz, yeah, the the average is at uh, two forty six, but thirteen home runs, forty one RBIs, and eight uh, eight thirty six OPS. Yeah, I, I feel like that's pretty. Like yeah, it's an easy it's an easy say that like he should he should he deserves to be the starting second base right. in the All Star game, and right. I feel like it like he's a guy you could have him mic'd up for like the first two innings, and I feel like everybody oh, it'll be so much fun. Yes, so much fun. Uh, second base for the American League. Um, I'm picking a guy who has uh seven home runs, thirty one RBIs. Average of three hundred four, OP of three forty seven, slugging five sixteen, OPS of eight sixty two. Doesn't make any errors. Should be a shortstop, but he'll play him at second base. And that's Andres Jimenez or Jimenez for the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, I and know. I don't I, give a I shit agree. about uh, Altuve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, and it's it's him. He deserves it, in my opinion. The year he's put up with, living in the shadow, kind of not the shadow, but like. I think last year he kind of pushed a little too hard, thinking that he was the he had to replace Lindor, 
And I think this year is finally looking like what we thought we were getting. And, oh, he's going to be – he's so good, just getting better. And, yeah, it's Jimenez for me. Yes. It, Jimenez is a weird player, right? Because it's like, at what point, like, do they have – they have to start playing him every single day. They have to, yeah. And the thing that – yeah. yeah. And he hits you know, nothing. I mean, he's good. Yeah, he hit – kind of uh, – the sample size is, you know, pretty small, but – I believe he's hitting like over three fifty against lefties. I yeah. Mean, and he's and, an everyday yeah, player. Yeah, well, yeah, and defensively, what he gives defensively is, I mean, almost. I mean, it it's like kind of like Miles Straw, but you're actually getting offensive output from him. Exactly. Exactly. So it'll be interesting to see going forward, especially like we talked about yesterday. Uh, because we're recording this the the day after uh, we recorded our last episode, um, like we talked about yesterday about you know, you know when Fran Mill comes back, like what what are they gonna do? You know what I mean? So yeah, I think they're gonna continue to do this. I mean, I don't want to get into it, but I think they're gonna continue not playing against lefties to get Miller bats. And I get it; it just sucks because he should be getting every day bats. I I I tend to agree, especially yeah. like. Would you rather against lefty? Would you rather? Naylor or Jimenez against the lefty. I feel like I'd rather have I'd rather have Jimenez, Jimenez because of the yeah. defense. Exactly, and, just because of that. And everything, you know, yeah, and, you know, kind of everything else, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm a huge Naylor guy, but when it comes oh, down yeah. to it, yeah. if you're going to have two guys who the team thinks struggles against lefties, wouldn't you rather have a guy that at least puts the ball in contact and plays great defense and fast? Uh, you- you would think. Yeah. <laughs> you would think. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, like third base, Jose Ramirez, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Devers has I mean, a, we... he has a chance and knowing and there's a chance that he wins it just because like we've talked about already, the, the fan voting, Boston fans are crazy, you know what I mean? And there's a chance that he even wins it, but like you said, even if he doesn't win it, uh there's a better chance for him to get M V P for the National League, Machado. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. That was easy too. Yeah. <laughs> third, third base is pretty much on lock. Yeah. Uh, you have two guys stop. MVP voting. Yep. Uh, shortstop for the American League. <sighs> I have Tim Anderson. No, um, I feel you. Yeah. It just, I'm a big defensive guy, so it sucks because <laughs> he's been so. He's been better, but he's been so bad at the same time defensively. But I think shortstop in the AL is kind of – I mean, Correa was hurt a little bit. Uh, He hasn't really put the season together. We all thought he was going to put – I mean, there's still plenty of time left. But Correa hasn't really done what we thought so far. And I think it's just Anderson's job. Yeah, I mean, Anderson, 356 average, five home runs, 19 RBIs. I mean, he's he's their leadoff hitter, so you kind of have to take – that with a grain of salt a little bit, you know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, I'll be the guy has seven RBIs, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> uh, you know, Bo Bichette had a bad first month, which is kind of, you know, reflected on a 260 average, but he's kind of turned it around. Um, Correa, like you said, has been hurt. You know, J.P. Crawford, you know, he started really hot and then kind of cooled off a little bit. Uh, Wander Franco is one of those guys where he's kind of under the radar for – a guy that 
I mean, all we did was, you know, hear about him the last handful of years. And he had that was it 13 contract extension. And we're like, yeah. all right, this is the guy. And not to say he's underperformed because, I mean, he's only in year two or one and a half, however you want to count it. But, right. um, you know, there, there's there's some interesting guys like <laughs> – I mean, I guess you could even say Corey Seager, 13 home runs, 29 RBIs, but, you know, the, the average at 222. But I'm going to go with Xander Bogarts instead. Ooh, that was my second pick. That was my second. I was waiting for you to talk about him. <laughs> well, you know, I had to, you know, I had to say. I know. That's why you're a great host. Yeah, I, I, did, I know what I'm doing a little bit. You fooled me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Xander Bogarts. Uh, he's hitting 332. Yes, only six home runs, but 31 RBIs. Um, I mean, him and Tim Anderson are very – they're like the same player, basically, honestly. Yeah. Defensive shortstops probably should be playing a different position, but um, – <laughs> Neither one, too. Well, especially Bogarts. Like, I don't understand that one, like, at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. he should have been the one that moved to second base. Yeah, you signed an elite-level defensive shortstop, and you put him at second. Yeah, and you put him at second. And it's like, what? What? Do you, what? Well, him to <laughs> well, third base, maybe Devers to first, because, like, I, who's at first base and Dahlbeck? Like, it's, yeah, no, yeah. I don't I know. agree. I don't no, know. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then National League shortstop, who you got? I'll let you go first on this one. Um, I think I got – Old Trey Turner, okay, hitting around three hundred, eight home runs, yep. forty-seven RBIs. Um, you can make the case, you know, Tommy Edmonds. I guess you can make the case. I mean, Lindor again probably is going to get the the Mets are in first place, but you know he's only hitting two forty-two, OPS of seven twenty-three. Uh, I mean, you can make the argument Dancy Swanson is getting yeah. close to 300, nine home runs, 37 RBIs. I mean, after a again another another guy who had an awful first what month, month and a half, and he's just he's been on fire. So. Fire, yeah. I mean, I but I'm gonna go with Trey Turner. Swanson. Okay, I have Dansby. I I, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's for the fact first off that he's been on fire. You know what I mean, and then you lose. Albies at second base. I understand it's not about like what other people do in your team, but like you lose him and you your team is not missing a beat right now, and a lot of it's because of Swan- Dansby. He just looks he's he's the player I think everybody thought they were getting when they drafted number one. He has been a right. bad player, don't get me wrong, but he's just he. You know, when you think of the Braves, you don't think of Dansby. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, I didn't and I think he's finally starting to show everybody like why he was picked number one and all this. And yeah, I think he honestly, I think he deserves it. But like you said, Tommy Edmonds is having a great year. I feel like no one talks about him. He's so good. Trey Turner is just Trey Turner, and I, there's so many for shortstops. But yeah, I, I I'll go Danby. It's funny about Tommy Edmonds because like he'd be the best infielder on a lot of different teams, and yeah. he's the third best infielder on the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah, Paul Goldsmith very, and Nolan Arenado. very true. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, so it's that. like... Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, damn. That's yeah. tough. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's very true. And the dude can play the outfield, uh, too. Like, he's the greatest yeah, he player in the league. If, yeah. yeah, if he need, if need be. But, I mean, he's yeah. a gold glove, short oh. top, middle infielder, so... Right. 
Uh, we'll go catcher in the NL. Who do you have? Um, I think it's not. I think it's Wilson Contreras, and I don't think it's yeah. anybody remotely close. And I'm kind of. Nope. And I'm I'm gonna pat myself in the back because I think I put him like second in my catcher rankings before the season started. I think and he's just I think you did doing too. exactly what I think he was gonna do. Um. So yeah, I I have Wilson. Yeah, I think if if Stevenson could just stay healthy for the Reds, I think you yeah. could make a great argument for that. But the way Contreras is like single handedly, I mean. The Cubs are what they've lost ten straight games, so I can't even say like keeping them afloat. But like, he's the only respectable thing. Yeah, really, the only respectable player. Um, yeah, e- exactly. And it's gonna be really interesting when we do our trading deadline, uh, yeah. you know, talks and preview or whatever. Like, man, just imagine the team giving up, you know, three, four prospects for the couple months of Wilson Contreras, like. I know, I can't wait for it to be a guardian. It's going to be so nice. Okay, I mean, More it could come. happen. <laughs> I mean, honestly, okay, just quick tangent here. If they could, with the amount no, of yeah, prospects that they have, and the, thing and is the we amount could, of guys that... still be fine. Yeah, and the amount of guys that, like, have to be on the 40-man, like, that they're going to lose. So you yeah. might as well maybe deal some of these guys, even if it is for a rental for you know, uh, the last couple months, if you're still in contention. Right. No, yeah. And and who knows, with the new ownership, maybe they want to pay yeah, him. I'm not maybe, saying they're going maybe. to. But if they yeah, feel confident, maybe. you could throw in a guy like Bo Naylor. We have, and I love Bo Naylor. But if you get a guy and you see, think you're confident in him back, you could. Yeah, but I don't think, yeah, but I don't think that they would, I don't think that they would trade Bo Naylor. I don't think. No, I don't think they would either. I'm just saying, if they were confident enough that they could get Contreras to pay, and let's say Bo Naylor was like the like the third prospect the team wanted, and that was it. I can see it. I'm not saying they're going to, but I don't think people understand the log jams we have in our team, especially we're the youngest team in baseball. We are yep. contending, and we have so many log jams everywhere, and that's a good thing to have. I'm not complaining about it, but sooner or later, you, you either got to trade these people or do something because these, guys, these kids are going to need playing time. Yeah, I think the only other guy that would be – Kind of like that, like okay, not kind of like that. The only other catcher that could be on the market that I would trade like a bow nailer for is is it is like a Sean Murphy. Yeah, because like you have him under control for a couple years, you know, so you don't have to worry about the future of bow nailer. But at the same time, you know, do they? I mean, they tracked the bow nailer pretty high, right? I, yeah. Is he a first round pick or a late first, like a later I first round pick or a second round pick? He, I can look right now. One second. I think he was a first round pick. The more I think about it, I can't remember offhand. But the fact that they, you know, obviously targeted him and they targeted. Yeah, Josh first round, 29th overall. Yeah. Okay. So they obviously targeted Josh Naylor in in the trade and and, and got him. Um. So I I kind of feel like they kind of want to pair both them both those guys up. Yeah, no, I I agree, but like I said, it, but at the same time, like even if they don't want to pay him, like three months of Wilson and Churros behind the plate, that's so yeah, deadly. exactly, <clears throat> exactly. And I feel like move, you might as well make it earlier than you know later, because like yeah. we saw with the Braves, right, right after the All Star break, that's when they got Jock, that's when they went and got um, was it? 
Adam Josh, Duvall, Doc, Adam Duvall, Josh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Luz, at the Rosario. deadline, that's when they got Rosario and Solaire. Right. But they were, like, the first team to, to actually make a move. Yeah. So. And remember, we all laughed not... for getting all those outfitters. And then they ended up yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Well, uh, and obviously, it kind of, everything got rushed because, what was it, that Saturday before the All-Star break, that's when Acuna tore his, tore his knee. Right. So it was just like, oh, shit, well, now we got to <laughs> now we have to speed up the entire process of, of what, you know, you know, what, uh, the, the guys that we want, you know what I mean? Right. I just looked up so, Bo Naylor in minors real quick just to see what he's doing because I remember he started out really bad this year. He is now hitting 281, uh, six home runs, 21 RBIs, 11 stolen bases, the 926 OPS. Yeah, that's kind of – I feel like it's hard to give up that kid. <laughs> yeah, a catcher that could steal bases and, and walk a little bit. Almost like yeah. if you have your own, like, bar show, yeah. I mean, that's – that's extremely valuable. That's the thing. There's so many log jams around this team. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like catcher's like the one position where it's like, all right, guy, by the middle of next year, like you're cool. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. Or they, that's the projection. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, again, unless you can get a Sean Murphy type guy. But I wouldn't even. So here's, here's my question bit. for you. I wouldn't even break break the bank for Sean Murphy though. Right. So let me ask you this one real quick before we get back into our things. Let's say Cincinnati Reds calls, okay? Okay. Tyler Stevenson. They're oh, all about yeah, selling. Would... I'm not saying they're going to, but they're all about it. Let's say mm-hmm. they ask for four prospects and nailers in their bow. Would you do that? Yeah, because he I mean he was a rookie last year. Yeah, and he's he's so good. And he gets he's hurt really because good. people run into him at home and shit, but He's good. He's weird. <laughs> it's so weird that, you know, Stevenson, India, and it's like, wow. God, they had, <laughs> they had such a, well, but it's like they had such a good, like, vibe going, and then they're like, yeah. nope. Yeah, okay, no, guys. we hate our fans. Yeah, get yeah. out of here. All right. So, talking about the American League catchers, the, who do you have as I have the my favorite player to watch in baseball other than Jose Ramirez just because of the way he looks, and that's Alejandro Kirk of the Blue Jays. Yeah. See, here's the only issue with Kirk. He DHs a lot, too. Yeah, that is true. So it's not like he – so he's kind of default catcher, like, you know, for them. Yeah. Right. Or not really – like, he's default catcher on their ballot, but – I don't know. I like. I think I've only ever seen him catch like a handful of games. Now I could like I'm over exaggerating because like, obviously he's he's caught a decent amount, but I feel no, like I don't know. Well, I don't who know. you got? But yeah, yeah. I guess I got him too. Honestly, like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I mean, who else? That's the thing. The catchers is such a Sean such Murphy. A weird position. Yeah, Murphy, but he's only having a great year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Perez has been awful. Oof. Yeah. Um, I mean, really the, yeah, there's literally nothing. The only other guy I think you can make the uh, argument is that Jonathan Hine guy from Texas. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Kirk, congratulations. You're starting the all <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> all right. So, you're – Three outfielders for the National League. Who you got? 
Well, I think the top two are pretty easy, and that's Mike Trout and uh, Aaron Judge. Um, in my opinion, oh, well, I, I said pretty easy. I said National League, but we'll go. With oh, you said National League? Sorry, I thought you said yeah. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Go, yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, Trout and Judge in American League. <laughs> I think that's yep. pretty easy. Um, and then my third one, it came down to guys like Kyle Tucker, George Springer. Um, there's some other ones in there I can't think right now. Kyle Tucker, George Springer. Taylor, Taylor Ward. Taylor Ward, before we got hurt. I, yeah, Taylor Ward. Um, there's another guy, too, I can't think of his Buxton. name. Buxton. Uh, Buxton, yeah, Buxton. Um, and it came, and I ended up going with Springer. Um, I think you can make a case for any of those guys, and I won't be mad, mad at you at all. I think I'm just going Sprinter just because uh, he's like the leader on that team and playing. He's playing really good this year. I like everything he does, so I'm gonna go Sprinter. But I won't be mad if you pick somebody like Buxton or even Ward or uh, yeah, I like Sprinter. So I'm I'm gonna pick Buxton, Judge, and Judge okay, out. okay, just I, yeah. just just because yeah. Can you imagine that defensively? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the thing. I, you can't go wrong with I think any of those other three or four guys I picked. I would not be mad at any of them. Nope. 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 Yeah. And then National League, who do you have? I have uh, well, Mookie's the easy one in the National League. I think, um, obviously, having a great year. And then I have Brandon Nimmo, who I think sp- deserves the uh, sh- uh, spot in that outfield. The year he's having. Um. At 29 years old, I think he is now, and he's finally the guy that we've been hearing them talk about for four years now. And the last guy, oh, it hurts me because he hasn't played that much. But it came down to, in my opinion, my three guys it came down to were Jack Peterson, Mike Zuzemski, and Ron Acuna. And I gave it to Acuna, and... Maybe that's just me being a shitty fan. I just think that he it's just he needs to be in the game. But I gave it to Acuna. Yeah, I mean he's one of the best players in in the league. Yeah. And he's healthy. So honestly, how can you really argue it? Um that being said, I am going <laughs> with Near the last two, one of them, I'm going with uh, Jock Peterson. Okay. And then, and then I'm gonna go with Soto, even though he's his yeah. average has sucked. I mean, his his OPS is still over 800. Yeah. And that team, that team's awful. It's like, yeah. You know what can you do? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah I, yeah, I love Soto, so that doesn't that doesn't hurt me at all. And then DH, let's go DH for the National League. Oh, I think it's Bryce Harper, and it's not close. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I forgot that he was listed as a DH. and then, I didn't even so know if he I was thought... listed as a DH. I just knew that that's where I was putting him. <laughs> I, well, I was, like, scrolling. I was like, hmm, I wonder who's, like, the technical DH for each team. And I'm like, oh, yeah, wait, Bryce Harper was hitting 16. <laughs> yeah. 15 I mean, home runs, 46 RBIs, almost 1,000 OPS. With oh, and he's doing yeah, – yeah, he's doing this with a torn elbow. Yeah, it's. I don't know how anybody can make a case for anybody. I mean, I get it, but it's Harper. And then American League seems pretty easy. You're done. Yes. Yep. Not even. Yeah. Dude, kid just rakes. 
he is insane, honestly. Yeah, he is, he is such a pretty sweet Absolutely. Dude. Yeah, he is absolutely just insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. There's He's everything I want raised for me. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Because <laughs> he could hit, he hits for a high average. Obviously, he can, you know, drive the ball out of every ballpark ever. Um, works counts, you know, walks. Not a huge, like, strikeout guy. So, yeah, I mean, 100%. 100%. (laughs) Well, I'm going to submit my ballot because I'm doing this on the app (laughs) while we're doing this. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God, really? Is there – okay, starting pitching. While while I do this, uh, who's your uh, starting pitcher? For the um, All Star Game for each uh, division, uh, Verlander in the sorry. AL. Verlander in the AL, just what he's done this year, coming back from the injury, and his ERA is, I'm pretty sure, still sub two. Um, it's Verlander, and then um, in the National League, it was tougher because I really love what Joe Musgrave is doing, what Musgrove's doing with the Padres. Mm-hmm. But um, I went with uh, Sandy. I'm not even going to pretend like I know how to pronounce the last name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Such a, Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. he just, he's probably one of my favorite players, like pitchers to watch in the league. And do not tell J. Cole that. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll go Sandy. I think I'll go Sandy. But I wouldn't be mad if somebody picked Musgrave. Musgrove, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Corbin Burns. Okay. And then – Honestly, I wanted to go with Verlander, but because you picked him, I'm going to pick somebody else. And it's between Nestor Cortez, because <laughs> I think it'd be fun. Yeah. But I also think it'd be kind of cool to see Manoa start the All-Star game. Yeah. You know, Manoa then? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll probably uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you'd go wrong with any of those two guys, or even no, you know what? You know what? Honestly, I think I want to see Nestor Cortez start the All Star oh, game. Dude, he, he would do so much wild shit with his. Uh, That's what I mean. Wind That's up what I mean. Play. Yeah, his, it was so yeah. funny. It'd be so cool. So like, and then <laughs> to start the game, you know, he's starting against. I mean, the lineups like Bryce Harper. You know, um, trying to just think like Trey mm-hmm. Turner and. Every little thing, they you know, it'd be hilarious if he had the two strikes to Trey Turner and, and walk and them. they intentionally walk him. <laughs> oh my god, that would be especially with the game not meaning anything. I mean, it still means something, I guess, to the players a little bit. But the fact that you're not yeah, losing home field at over it anymore, you can yeah. kind of have a little more fun with it now. God, that'd be so funny. That <laughs> that'd be, be hilarious. So funny. That'd be the <laughs> biggest troll. Larusso would, would be sue so baseball. Funny. I think. God, that. God, you know, he won't even be paying attention because he'd be yeah, fucking drunk somewhere. So. <laughs> In the car? No, okay, I'm sorry. God, that would be so funny, man. <laughs> God, I'm thinking uh, right now, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. It would that be would him be... and his stash out there just doing Paul Bird wind-ups to half the players. All right. Speaking of the All-Star game, okay, so – we picked Jose. We picked Andres Jimenez. And that deserve uh, 
an all-stars five. Yeah, I got two more. From the Guardians. Um, yep. Uh, I think Klaze should be in the running, especially okay. what he's done the last week. He's starting to show. Yep. I mean, he has a sub-two ERM. So, yeah, it's Klaze. Yeah. And the other guy, and I don't know how you fed him in the game, but he should get legit mentions. Is your boy who you've been on his road since day one. That's Eli Morgan. I'm not saying he deserves – maybe he, he probably won't get in, but he should be talked about and deserve some credit for the season he's having. He's had an insane year. He has, and it's not getting talked about. Nearly enough, except for, like, Guardian Twitter, it's not getting talked about enough. Dude, imagine – imagine watching – I'm not being a Guardian fan, right? Imagine just watching the All-Star game, and you go, who the hell is this Eli Moore? <laughs> yeah. him throw 93-94 fastball up and then a 75-mile-per-hour <laughs> changeup. And you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I need that to happen. I know. I need that to so happen. So bad. I think you could also make the argument maybe Tristan McKenzie. I mean, yeah. all like the like his whip is extremely low. Like, it probably went up a little bit because of, you know, playing in cores. I mean, right. I think it was like eight hits, which I think was the most hits he's given up this year. Right. But his rec- I again, records and pitching, it again, we, we got to take that with a grain of salt. But yeah. an, an under three ERA, I think it's like 2.95. Um, his whip is, I mean, it was, be- it was, I think it was below one. But I think, mm-hmm. it went, like I said, it probably went up. But it's like around one. Um, I think you can make the argument Trish McKenzie is, is, could be an all-star starting pitcher too. Yeah, no, I agree. So. And maybe Brian Shaw. And I mean, <laughs> Whoa. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Calm down. <laughs> I mean, hey, he's a high-tech Bro- on the team other than Jose. We need to fucking get him in the game. I mean. That is true, isn't it? I mean, that is the nine and, fucking million dollars, and he's gonna hit all those incentives because oh, dude, even, easily. Even if he gets into the game and he walks the bases loaded or gets the bases loaded, they have Eli up to get him yep. out of his jam. He gets his game, and if he hits, you know, hits. I think he needs like over seventy games, and he's yeah, the he all-time, like seventy-five. Yeah, he's the all-time, uh, the most games pitched out of the bullpen. In Cleveland baseball history, makes sense. Yep, yeah. makes sense. <laughs> it is kind of funny that like everybody hates him, but overall, I mean, you got it. That's I don't think people realize how rare that is. Honestly, I don't hate him. Don't get me wrong. I hate that we pay him at the end of this year nine million dollars, um, because we signed him what a week before spring training or a week into spring training. Nobody was going to give him that money. <laughs> um. That's the only reason I'm a little mad. But other than that, I don't hate the guy. I like him. He does what he needs. He does what he's supposed to do. He just and I think the bad gets overshadowed by the good he does. If that makes sense. I think that goes with every relief pitcher. True. True. That isn't like a top name. Yeah. Like I think you could say that. With, I mean, I think you could say that with Class A. You know, he's he, like he had base runners. Obviously, all the last three games he's saved, but I, I never felt like 
Yeah, but I never felt like it was, I don't know. Like, I never felt he was going to blow it. But, you know yeah, I mean? no, I get there. Yeah, you never felt uneasy about the situation. You still felt yeah. confident. Now, yeah. I, I did in the extra innings, but that's not his fault because there's, always, like, there's an auto runner on second. True, true. I mean, so, Charlie Backman should get should have got released after what he did, but we're not going to talk about that. that was, I've never seen a more boneheaded play in my life. For for somebody who's like been in the league ten years, yeah, who's I think most people think really like a smart baseball player. You know what I mean, I mean, it's probably just a bad bad play. You know what I mean, everybody has it, but oh my god, just for that to happen, then who? If he just runs back to third, it's bases loaded. Bases loaded. Else. Yeah. <laughs> in a one run game. Yeah. But then he goes, and then he he, yeah. he and then he can't stay in the rundown enough to advance the runners. Yep. <laughs> we were not even on the team. We were mad at him. Well, I was just like, what the? Like, if I was a Rockies fan, I'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ. Because, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that that's kind of the good and the bad with Charlie Blackman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he hit the home run, and obviously, like he's not who he once was, like, a handful of years ago when he was hitting, like, three – basically, like, 350. You know what I mean? Right. Isn't he, like, their DH now permanently, too? Basically, he played right field yesterday, but it's, like, you can even tell in right field. Every time that ball was hit to him, it's, like, ugh. And the thing yeah. that that guy played center field for, like, <laughs> a good multiple amount of time. years. Yeah. And, no, and nobody – like, I never thought he was a good defender and, like, the fact that in that stadium that they thought, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put Charlie Blackman in center field. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And like I think they that's what because they had cargo in center and then they moved him to right. So yeah. like their outfield was like cargo and Charlie Blackman. Like that's not a good outfield at all. <laughs> no. I mean cargo was good for a right fielder, but oof. Like Yeah. And even that was, I mean, even he was suspect. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I just think, like, for as bad Miles Straw has been, like, thank God for that guy. He's been honestly a game changer since they traded for him. Mm -hmm. And that's why, even if he goes over five and we bat him last, I don't care because of the defense. Yep, 100%. And he still takes pitches. Yeah, and I... Yep. yep. Well, Gabe, uh, really good episode. Do you have anything else to? Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything else to say? Anything? Um, I know this is all Oscar game, Dallas, but our episode. Yeah. But do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, except that the Indians, the Guardians, are taking two or three from the Dodgers this weekend. But that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope. I mean, <laughs> it might not be tonight. Yeah, I don't know. First, I have to uh, watch it on Apple TV. I got to download Apple TV just to watch this freaking game. So yeah, so I guess you could. You just have to download the app, but you don't have to like pay anything. It's yeah, free, it's apparently. free. I, I, so I, 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 yeah, it just makes no sense to me. But I, I just it. found that out today because like, I'm gonna really regenerate. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like next thing you know, you gotta fucking put your email in, and next thing you know, you're gonna have. Emails up the wazoo about Apple TV Plus, and it's like I don't, I don't care. Caitlin, if you could guess right now what my email is, my number is on my phone, I will Venmo you twenty bucks. 
I don't. I mean, it's probably just as much as mine. What year is that? I I don't know. I turned off the notification years ago. Mine's That's at ten thousand eight hundred eighty-eight. Oh, I dude, I got you beat. Yeah. Okay. What do we got? Would people have uh, they checked your emails every day? And I'm like, no. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you you want to just take a guess? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's about ten. I'm gonna say fifty, fifty thousand. Sixty-five thousand between <laughs> two different between two different accounts. Jesus. What episode and should all- go through your email? <laughs> yeah. I- no, that would. I mean, okay, we we can, we can look at it right now. NBA <laughs> store, Marco's loyalty rewards, Fanatics, <laughs> NBA lids, uh, ESPN, Taco Bell, uh, Subway. I've only ever used a Taco Bell uh, app one. Okay, <laughs> one. Uh, stream element. I don't even Best Buy. Um. Uh, it seems like you're the person that signs up for things to get ten percent off. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I used to do that all the time, and then now, now I just don't. But it's fine because I don't use the emails anyway. And then right. when I actually check my emails, I know this is just a riveting podcast because it's the end of the episode, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But here's the great thing about like Gmail, they have like they have the different sections, so it's like it's one section where it's like all just spam and like promo shit. So I never open it, and then my other one. Like when it like the main ones when it shows like I don't I don't care. I don't care. Like, no one emails me like who fucking cares? Like I have my phone to where if you if you don't if you don't have my number if I don't have your number it will go straight to voicemail. Dude, and my voicemail best. no no and my voicemail has been full for three years. Okay. <laughs> we are the same person, okay? We really are. We <laughs> really are. I have people call me, and they're like, I just called you. I'm like, oh, shit, that was you? And I call them back. <laughs> like, why didn't it ring? I'm like, because I don't want it to. If you, if you need to get a hold of me, text me first. All right? Exactly. I'll save and your number. I'll, and then I'll save your number, and then it'll go through. Now, exactly. if it's really urgent, just call me and then text me like, hey, like, call me. And then I'll call you right back. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But, I agree. You know, Priest in the choir here. Yeah, like the one time my grandma, my grandma called me and she was just like, "Hey, your your uh your voicemails full," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know." She's yeah, like, girl, "Oh, okay." That's why. Yeah, <laughs> and like they're just junk, eat uh voicemails too. Right. From like the same five people, but it's like I got it once. I got it full. I was like, I'm never touching it ever again. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't want it. I don't. Nope. Don't. Nope. If they're important, I'll know the number and I'll call them back. If I don't, it just says potential spam, and then that's it. Don't have to Dude, worry about it. Yeah, I feel like I'll feel tremendous. And that's why we are friends. And that's just <laughs> yeah. a little glimpse <laughs> into our friendship. <laughs> yeah, into how we get along so well. Exactly. <laughs> so on that note, Gabe. Um, you wanna shout out the Twitter shout out, yes. whatnot. Uh, you follow me at Yanezgabe one three y n e z g a b e one three, and you can follow the the podcast at Leadoff Talk at L e a d o f f t a l k. 
And you could listen to the last episode of Read Off Talk, episode 31, which we just recorded. Which, I mean, basically, we recapped basically a month's worth of baseball, which was a lot. You know, two teams firing their managers, Tony Larusa doing drunk bastard things. Uh, the Guardians are actually playing well and look like a potential playoff team. You know, Jose Ramirez should be AL MVP. You know, all that good, fun stuff that you want to listen to. So check that out in episode 31. And then, obviously, this episode is our all-star game one. So um, you can find me on Twitter at Kaylin no CLE. That's Kaylin K-A-T-L-E-N. No, Kaylin no, C-L-E. And as always, friends, take it easy.